Seeking Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick. I'm Kevin. And we're here on uh, the week of Warcraft's uh, launch. I hope it's going to be a good launch. Uh, it's kind of make or break yep. for um, Blizzard. I will go see the movie. And they will. They, okay, they will not break if Warcraft doesn't succeed. No. They will, they will cry. Make or break for this business venture that is getting into cinematic. The okay. actual. I can see that. So this is supposed to be the first. Right. Of their of their foray of, of movies, we we have not seen it yet. We're we're planning on seeing it as soon as possible. Yep. But next weekend's kind of busy. <laughs> A little bit, but we'll get there. Uh, I will probably see. I'll pro- I'll see it as soon as possible. You'll see it as soon as you can as well. Uh, I may have some stuff to say beforehand. I don't think I can spoil too much on this for you that you'd be mad about. But oh no, I'm I'm actually so much lore stuff. I actually that... want to see it with you so that I can go. <laughs> <laughs> so I may need to see it first, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that might work. It's gonna be fun. So we do have we do have some news uh, leading up to E3. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and start off with the uh, PlayStation Plus lineup that's launching basically today. Uh, for PS4, we have Gone Home the console edition and NBA 2K16. Um, Gone Home is actually one that I bought on Steam. Okay, didn't play. Bought on, <laughs> yeah. Bought on PS4. Mm-hmm. Still didn't play. And now but I'm gonna play it now, now you have because to. I now I get it now I get it for free and I have a thing that says that I have. I mean, I've wanted to mm-hmm. and it's 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 kind of like it's kind of like the, the the journey thing. Yeah. Because it was like, hey, just just carve out, carve out a time. movie's worth of time. Sure. Sit down and knock this thing out. Yeah. But I also it's also one of the things, um, if if at all possible. I want to play this with Courtney and be like, hey, give me two hours and let's explore this thing together. Yeah. Because um, I, I, I'm really interested in, in her input particularly. Um, and yeah. Definitely. It could be fun. Yeah. Or, or not, not fun, but intriguing. It could <laughs> be fun. It could be fun. We well, don't know. We don't know. Also, <laughs> what I don't know about is Echochrome. Mm. I've not looked into this much, so this will be interesting. And then another one I don't know much about, uh, Siren Blood Curse. Yeah, uh, episodes mm-hmm. one through twelve. Yeah, it's it's weird because like sometimes sometimes on PS3 it'll be like, oh yeah that game, and sometimes it's what what yeah. ki- what is like I okay so so sight unseen yes, what is Echo Chrome? You describe Echo Chrome, I'll describe Sirens. Okay, Echo Chrome uh, is a uh, echolocation game where you have to di- have to figure out what color. Walls and objects are, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and uh, based on echolocation, possibly smell. Okay. Uh, and there may be stairs involved. Okay. That's that's my prediction, <laughs> just from the name. Right. Siren Blood Curse is is the story of the original sirens back back from Greek mythology and everything. Um, their descendants, because okay. they they did lure the sailors to their deaths, but there were a few that survived who, who crashed against the rocks and like pulled themselves onto the rocks. One of the sirens falls in love, mm-hmm. and she she takes this human, hides him from from prying eyes and everything, which is kind of a thing in Greek mythology anyway. The, yeah. the mixing of the races and the tears and everything, and uh, this siren blood curse is the the their progeny has been cursed mm-hmm. to make reparations in, in the future for all the lives cost by the by her her mother gotcha. who was one of the original sirens and and she's each each episode is her trying to take out the last 12 because she needs to save people that are as important as the 12 ship captains for which her mother was personally responsible Sounds great. Next up, we have we have God of War colon Chains Chains of Olympus. Another God of War game. Yeah, we we got a God of War game last time, and we got a God of War this time. So we're getting. I mean, it's it's a Vita version at least. Um, Yeah, and it's 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 the same team. I I honestly don't know which one came first, but like I I expect this one to be to have a similar level of quality. to what I got last time. Yeah, it's supposed to be really good, and we'll let you know if it is. I'm, I'm glad we're getting these because these are these are ones that I don't think a lot of people played. People played the consoles, the proper right. releases, but not the uh, handheld releases. Well, the PSP was more popular than the Vita, though. Yeah. So I, I feel like more people have played this. Um, 
but they didn't get trophies for it. They did not. They did not. And we also get a little deviance. Yeah, which is a PS Vita launch title. So, yay. I'll be playing that. We're, we're really digging into the shovel. It's almost shovelware, but it's not shovelware, but it's almost shovelware. It's... When they give us the Wheel of Fortune, like, 40 game pack of... Uh... Yeah. Well, okay, the, the Reality Fighter... Oh, that was that, that was that absolutely was like launch shovelware. Yes, it was. And so um, I, I don't I don't know. Really, I would I would be happy if they gave us some of like the um, and they have given us a lot of like um, like Thomas was alone was and funny. Binding of Isaac and like the the indie titles. Like okay, the PS Vita audience is mostly JRPG nuts. Give us like in-depth, like, those kind of I'm games. I'm surprised they haven't more. And we, we, we've we never gotten Persona 4 Golden. Yeah. Which, this is this is a prediction that I hadn't really thought about, mm-hmm. but before Persona 5 launches, mm-hmm. we will not get Persona 4. Because if you give us it's Persona 4, we're going to be play, we're gonna be playing it that's for true. 100 hours. And that's one of those that you can't just, oh, well, let me play this one and see You'd if I'm excited. It. You'd have to drop it in the fall. You, you'd have to have dropped it last fall to give us time to get all the way through it because that thing is depends on the person who's playing. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. People are beating Dark Souls in like a couple hours because they're they're on New Game Plus 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 Plus. Yes, but the 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 time it takes to, to get through a Persona game, yeah, um, like even even speed runs of that game are upwards of twenty hours. Sure. No, I agree. Guessing. I agree. I'm just saying, like people put in four or five hundred hours into yeah, in all yeah, these yeah. different games. Some of us don't have the time for yeah, some of us do. do. So, Horizon Zero Dawn is is the biggest news. It, this this broke like right before we started recording. And I'm agree. grateful for that because this matters to me, and I would have been upset to have had to roll that into E3 yeah. stuff. Yeah, we don't um, want to run this up. Yeah, so Horizon has been has been pushed back to next year. It's going to launch on the 28th of February in the U.S. and March the first. In in uh, the in UK, the UK, yeah, right. So that means that the fall lineup for PlayStation exclusives yeah. is again, eh, yeah, because we we've got we've got Gran Turismo Sport. There's there's an audience for it. There is it. There, there is, is an audience. An audience. For it, it's not it. as broad. Yeah, but and the two K games will come out. Right, but th- those are not platform exclusive. No, they're not. So, so, yeah, there's there's not a whole lot coming out in yeah. in for the PlayStation faithful, but apparently that doesn't matter because the PlayStation just keeps selling. It's still selling. It's just, it's just killing. Two, uh, by conservative estimates, two times two the amount. Of, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I'm. I'm glad that uh, we got a release date. I wish it was earlier, but um, like we've said before, if it takes more time to get it done right, yeah, take your time. Take your time, get it done right, and uh, and the other thing is that um, like this this used to be a oh if they don't have a big fall exclusive, then you know what do we be, we've got things to play. That's yeah. that's not a problem. That will probably never be a problem again. Yeah, running out of things to play, and so oh. the, it it just it just spreads throughout the year, and that's perfectly okay. Come February, I'll play it. February's especially especially thing. because February, March, April will not contain a Souls game like for the past three years. Yep. So Fe- I'll have time. February and spring have been really big. Times for game launches, so fall specifically spring. for new IPs. Yes, because Dying Light is one that I feel like if it had been launched in the fall, it would have been buried. It would have been, yeah. Um, Bloodborne, if it had launched in the fall, I don't know what would have happened, but it seemed like a, a lot of people got in on the Souls train. Yeah, for that game specifically, because it was hey, there's a there's a big new exclusive. I've heard about these games. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, and and I think both of those games did well for launching when they did. Yeah. They so did. Horizon and Horizon, I want it to be good, and I believe that it can and probably will be. Yeah, me too. Gran Turismo Sport uh, has announced that there's not going to be any weather or lighting uh, changes. Yeah. In this um, release. 
there in in the in the first couple of iterations, there there wasn't lighting, there wasn't uh, night. But starting with uh, a spec, mm-hmm. they started to kind of bring that into it, and it adds a lot. It really especially does. especially the lighting, and because oh, racing games tend to be like these hyper like super super pretty games. Yes. When you when you have a chance to show off something like the lighting, it can be something that's really neat. Yeah. Um, Especially on the, like metallic finishes of some of those cars, yes. you know, it's just gorgeous. You see it kind of shining off, and the neon lights coming at it, and then it and starts raining. That complexity in that's really pretty. Yeah, and that was one of the things that the Drive Club actually did right yeah. because uh, they they introduced weather like three months in. And like the the way the way like they would have like slow mo replays of the cars slowly, <laughs> ah, yeah, it's gorgeous. Well, the other thing is the lighting and weather to me uh, make it more interesting as opposed to, before they added really good lighting and weather. I, I think of like older like arcade games and some console games that it was just the exact same, we- you know, sunny sky. Yeah, drive around whatever it is, and it uh, it didn't feel as real. It didn't feel as tangible because how many times? I mean, Another, it feels more real when it's a little stormy or if it's bright. It, you need those dynamics. Yeah, and it also adds replayability to tracks because if you're if you're playing a track for the first time, and it's and it's bright and sunny and you can see everything. And then you're having to remember the turns. Okay, how far do I accelerate down this yeah. before I need to start braking, pulling back, and yeah. So yeah, it's 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 disappointing, but it just yeah. sounds vanilla. It sounds vanilla. Yeah, and I've I've they also uh, allowed some people to to play a little bit, and they said that it's not as big of of a visual jump as they thought it would be from really? PS3 to PS4, which Okay, if you if you look at Last of Us mm-hmm. and then look at Last of Us Remastered, yeah, there sure. there's some smoothing of the edges or whatever, and at speed, okay, yeah, um, but yeah, it is it is a little disappointing. Um, Polyphony, there are some studios that you can that you can give time, and eventually they come out with this amazing product. Yeah, but like honestly, racing games. There's enough iterations of from various companies in between that they're not that different. Yeah, exactly. My my, my opinion, and and we're we're not huge racing fans, but I played the crap yeah. out of Gran Turismo Two. Gran Turismo Two. Gran Turismo Two is great. I like I like racing games, but there's so many, and it just. It's it's hard to see through it and go okay. What do I like about this? What do I like about this? And um, you know what does yeah. it for me? What's that? Sound design. Sound design. If if I can if I can tell the difference between the cars purely yes. on an audio level because I know what these cars sound like. Some of them. Yeah. And and like so if you if you put me into a Supra, and I know I know that's one of the basic <laughs> beginner cars. Oh, but, Supra's fun though. Yeah. But. I, I I had I've had two Supras. Okay. I had I had an uh, an '85 when it was still called Celica Supra. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. and then um, a '91, the Supra Twin Turbo, Hunter Green, hands down my favorite car that I ever owned. Yeah. I bought it for two grand, drove it for two years, and then sold it after it stopped working yeah. for two thousand dollars. <laughs> so that's I mean, fantastic. That, well, that was that was pretty awesome. People still want those. Yeah. I still want yeah. those. Yeah. I mean, if, if I if I had had the ability at that point, but I had I had a bunch of medical bills, I I honestly couldn't afford a car at that point. Yeah. And and I I still miss her though. Yeah. So R.I.P. Meadow. <laughs> and then, actually, while we're while we're on this subject, sure. uh, Gran Turismo will will be kind of a a a, a licensing push. Where if you if you have a racing license in the game, you can present that information to a racing club in your area, and possibly get a a license and ability to drive on their tracks. Yeah, because it's it's so close. Yeah, that that you don't have to go through the whole rigmarole of, of yeah. all the stuff that they normally make you do to get into. A literal racing club. Yeah. 
So I, I yeah, and they they are they are advertising this, and I like it. I have a car. Yeah, I could work with that. Yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah, re- research that and and let us know, and and don't video while you're driving, but feel free to send us videos of of you driving in a racing club after you get your license from Gran Turismo Sport, because that's a thing that could happen. And now I might have to do that because I do have, it. I have a really fun car to do that. Yeah, with. I might Absolutely. have to get some junker tires for that though. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the that's stay tuned, and we'll we'll see what happens here. Fable Card Combat, uh, the secret game that the developers were working on that they hadn't announced. Yeah, they they uh, apparently they'd apparently been working on it for about eighteen months or so, and they were they were very close to finished. Uh, the the video in the article um, actually includes an entire PvP match. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, they were they were very close to development. IGN the, and a couple other people have actually gotten their hands on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that yet. Yeah. yeah. And and the cool thing about it is that, that Microsoft is is allowing them to move forward. They've they've created a like a new little studio with the people that were working specifically on the card game, and Microsoft has said, yes, you can use the Fable IP, keep going with this. That's cool. Um, I Okay, if, if this fails, mm-hmm. which based on Kickstarters and successful Kickstarters, I I, I I don't think this one's going to pan out. I don't think it is for one reason. There's one game you got to dethrone. Yeah. I mean, you've got uh, Elder Scrolls trying to do that, which they have the, their beta of their of yeah. their card game, uh, which is very similar to Hearthstone. Which Hearthstone, if you guys didn't know, is a Magic Gathering ripoff, but it's really good. Yeah. So to be a digital game. Uh, to be a digital card game, you've got to compete with Hearthstone right now. Yeah. Unless you're something very different. Or if you're in a game like The Witcher. Yes. Because Gwent is fun. <laughs> Gwent, Gwent is a lot of fun. Gwent is fun, and this is slightly related. I don't know if you heard, but... Uh, oh, sorry, hold on. No, that was a rumor. There was a rumor. <laughs> there was a rumor that I heard, because I hear things, uh, that they're going to do a uh, standalone Gwent game. Yeah, I can I can see that. I buy it. You know, doing that, especially on mobile, mm-hmm. do that on mobile, do it on on console as well. But on, yeah, yeah, on mobile, yeah. be really cool. Uh, what you can do also, like with uh, Hearthstone, you you're accessing the server, and the server tells you what decks right, you have, right, right. so you can play it on whatever whatever you're doing. By the way, Hearthstone needs to come to consoles. That make them wins BlizzCon. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. No, I didn't. I didn't even. I'm not. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, long story short, uh, you either have to dethrone Hearthstone or be something very, very different. Yeah. Um, Hand of Fate tried to do something very different in that, but so and that's yeah. cool because it was not Hearthstone. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, Gwent on uh, that's a rumor slash prediction. Everyone hates DRM. I hate DRM. Except for you hate DRM. Yes. He everyone. hates DRM. Everyone hates That's DRM. Everyone. Except for the big corporate cats in their suits. And the, uh, I'm important. I make money. Especially Apple. Yeah. Apple loves DRM. But since most people don't like DRM, uh, GOG or GOG or however you pronounce it, I always say good old games. Good and, old and you, games. No, no, you have to. Good, good old, old games. games. They're offering a DR free, DRM free switch. Right. Which is so fantastic. so they'll go ahead and and analyze your Steam library because that's that's something that they that they have the ability to access and it's yes. really cool that Steam has an, an open enough system that Valve is like, hey, we got this, but we'll let you see what's in there and and allow people to make various nice things API. off of it. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a very friendly. But um, but yeah, good old games will give you a DRM free copy of games that are in your Steam library. Now the the library that they're offering is not huge right now, but it exists, <laughs> and and it's something that I can I can see, especially with with older titles. You want to be able to have that on a system that's not reliant on a connection to a server to verification, because that stuff gets messed up. Yeah, it happens. 
and and that's that's not really a, a downplay on Steam. It's just, I mean, I buy I buy my games digitally, but there's there's a feeling of of comfort. Yeah. Because we're comforted by weird things. <laughs> there's a feeling of comfort knowing that this game is yours and it cannot be taken away, yep. no matter what happens. Yep. And so they're they're pushing this forward. And they're, it's it's a one-time switch. So like if you if you take their DRM free offer, it's removed from your Steam library, but you then have it. And that's that's a really cool thing for me. And I and I applaud them for it. And so I wanted to, to bring that to everybody's attention. Yeah. It's really great because there are a lot of games nowadays that they don't require uh, online, but they check online because you have leaderboards, you have multiplayer, you have all these different things, you have updates. But if it fails a check, for whatever reason, yeah, it should still be able to be played, unless it's an MMO or something like that. Well, the other thing about it is um, a lot of games like uh, the old, the old Carmen San Diego games, yeah, and uh, X Wing, all, all of the LucasArts ones had really weird, like page seventeen in the <laughs> manual. What second symbol? second paragraph third yeah and symbols and, and all kinds of nonsense and when they brought them to Steam or to GOG they got rid of that yes. which is yeah very happy and so this is this is just one more push to make sure that those games are able to be preserved mm-hmm. and so uh, props to GOG for for moving forward with you know one more thing yep. that allows these games to be preserved to be kept to be maintained legally exactly that makes me happy fighting a good fight minecraft uh, will no longer have uh, paid advertisements and promotions built inside of servers i've never ran into this and now you never will and now i never will and i'm it glad w- that i never will because yeah, i guess is- i don't go on a lot of i go on some pub i go on some uh multiplayer servers but it's like a person that I know. Yeah. Because I don't trust people. And because I am uh, around four times the average age of some of these people who are on the, on these games. Yeah. I've jumped into multiplayer and I'm and it's like, okay, it's like but the people are between the ages of six and ten that I'm playing with. And there's no offense to them because I play with my with my nephew, but um, so he's somewhere between 24 and 40. Put your guesses in the comments. How old is Patrick? Yes. So uh, I'm glad that they're not in there, especially for, for Minecraft. Uh, it doesn't need paid advertising. I don't understand why you would do that. Um, I, I, I don't get it. But unpaid advertising is fine. Yeah. Because uh, it's not really. <laughs> uh, I thought this was interesting. I guess there are some multiplayer servers that have paid advertising in them. Yeah, um, uh, the the main one that I saw because I was researching it because I didn't sure I, I didn't initially know what they were talking yeah. about and I, I went and looked into it and apparently PewDiePie has a bunch of servers that are specifically PewDiePie related sponsored I don't know but those are gone now and the internet is better for why it. did that not surprise me why did that not surprise me um, because you've been on the internet. Um, there was a, another rumor. This is a rumor episode. Another rumor. He's doing the rumors. I'm giving you news. He gives you rumors. That's that's on him. There was a rumor. It may it may or may not have been PewDiePie, but a specific, uh, very well known streamer uh, con- was contacting a bunch. I don't know if you heard this. He contacting a bunch of indie game developers okay. and saying. I will I will play your game and stream your game and stream my reactions to your game for five grand. Okay. And that's where the internet is these days. Yeah. So apparently they have to make announcements about no more paid advertisements. I mean, you're already sitting playing a game and screaming into a microphone. And, and getting squealing and getting and, a ridiculous amount of and views. Tips, Twitch, and tips, Twitch tips, and all that kind of stuff. Tips are cool. I'm cool with that. Yes, I I, I like the system. But what I'm saying is that, the, and what we're saying is yeah. that that there is an established ability you can make a living off of this. Yes, stuff. you can. It's it's tricky. It's difficult. And I do understand. Hey, I'm looking for a little bit more income, sure. but that seems a little steep because it, it's mutually beneficial. Yes. Well, 
ish. It it is. Um, that's that's really steep, uh, especially for an indie game. Yeah. To be like, hey, give me five grand or give me more. I think some people are asking more, but it's ridiculous. So yeah, if you're asking for five grand, knock it off. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. So uh, Vivendi, which is we we've talked a little bit about them before. Yeah. It's a it's a French media company. Um, they they have completed a hostile takeover of GameLoft. And if you, like me, initially say, okay, so Gameloft doesn't have anything worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Gameloft is actually a, subsid- a subsidiary of Ubisoft. And having Gameloft puts Vivendi in a better position to complete a hostile takeover of Ubisoft. And that I, I do not want. That, that scares me because... Yes, they put out they, they they do the Assassin's Creed and the divisions and like the the big mega things, but Ubisoft also did, uh, and I, I know I keep talking about these, but Valiant yeah. Hearts, and uh, what's what's the little Child of Light? Child of Light, yeah, yeah. Which which I'm really hoping we get a second one this C3 because that game was amazing. Yeah, Child of Light is an astounding game. If you, 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 have, you not have not played it for whatever, whatever reason, reason, quit it. Go play it. <laughs> Because it's yes. really, really good. Um, and if you have little people, they can take over the second controller, and they can play it with you, and it's a wonderful experience, a wonderful story. And if Vivendi takes over Ubisoft, those games, those projects, those titles yes. will die. Yeah, it's what's really sad about that is not only will those projects die, but you will see the, the bane of video game existence, at least for the, for the, for the what do we call this, the 2000 teens? 20s? For these days. For the 20s. Um, no. <laughs> Moving on. Of microtransactions. Microtransactions in a paid game. Um, or a game that's basically built around microtransactions. South Park lampooned this perfectly years ago. And we're still seeing this. Uh, if a company like this takes over Ubisoft and has that, that much pull, yeah. it's going to be... It's going to destroy gaming culture and the art of of these amazing IPs. And there will also be a lot of people, because of this, talent is going to drain from Ubisoft and what we will get, even even in the Assassin's Creed games. I'm I'm not a huge fan of Assassin's Creed, but I I do but I do love the the way that they work in the history. And and actually I was watching a video this week Mm -hmm. um, talking about how um, how specific and exacting they are on themselves. For historical accuracy, yeah. they want any anybody that they that you assassinate in game needs to be a person who was in that place at that time and died yes. within a two-year span of the time that you killed them in the game. Yeah, and that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That is astounding, and that's why I wish I could play those games, but I can't. Yeah, Same because well, except I can't play them. Right, you can't. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, I'm really hoping this doesn't happen for that sake. Yeah. Neverwinter is coming to PS4, uh, not requiring plus. Yeah, for free. Cool. Fantastic. Uh, I know quite a few people that have played this. I I played it for a little bit. It's it's decent. It's I played I played Neverwinter Nights back in the uh-huh. day, and one of my favorite things about it is how it scrolls past the actual rolls. That is awesome it, because it's it's Neverwinter was originally uh, an advanced D&D campaign and then it expanded from there to become a universe and then it expanded from there to become this this whole other property. Yeah. And Neverwinter Nights on PC back in the day was really exceptional. And um, you've got you've got your chat window or whatever, and then you also have the actual scrolling text. Of when you fail or succeed in a in a, in a sneak check or a yeah. spot check or hit miss damage like all of that stuff and it makes my little nerdy heart oh, go yeah. bitter better. Oh yeah. I want so, to see the dice roll. So yeah, I will I will absolutely be picking this up and I will, I will charge forward and you can you can look for Lady Nemeria slash twin underscore pie and I, <laughs> I will play and I will fight with you and I will I will throw the fireballs. Yeah. This, it's fun. I'm glad this is coming for free because it's an older game, um, mm-hmm. just like the uh, yeah, DC Universe Online. Um, I'm glad they're not charging for it, and uh, there's a big community there. 
Yeah. Um, I know quite a few people who've been playing who replayed it on Xbox. This came out on Xbox One about a year ago. So it's now I'm not, it's not coming out on PS4. So it's fantastic. What was the date on that again? Uh-huh. I'll find the date for you. This summer. Summer. Yes. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> I put the information in there. Comes to PS4. Oh, there it is. It's in the URL. That counts. I didn't read the URL. I'm stupid. You can. <laughs> Mario Maker is bringing another completely random thing to its game, and that is Shaun the Sheep. And and the fun thing about this one is yes. this one is British as all hell because this is Shaun the Sheep from Wallace and freaking Gromit. Yes, it is. And and so like I, I I saw this headline and I was like. No, no, I gotta, I gotta click that. And then he pops up on the screen. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Sean the Sheep. Yes. From, yeah, so this, and, and have, you, have you seen the little 8 bit? Yes, I have. 8 bit, yes. oh, it's, it's yes. so cute and adorable. And so, yeah, again, I'm looking forward to the themed levels because Wallace Someone's and Gromit homages yes. are going to be amazing. I, I highly recommend that they figure out a way to put this into Super Nintendo style levels because that's going to work a lot better but you can only do the costumes in 8-bit. So, download those levels, switch them to Super Mario World. (laughs) That's the way you want to play this. That'd be really cool. I can't wait. I I love love what they're adding to to Super Mario Maker. I love that they keep adding interesting things to keep the community going. Yeah. The community is making some really cool stuff. I love it. 106 million. It's a lot. Yeah. What do you think about when you think about 106 million? How many M&Ms I've eaten throughout my life. Mmm. Or amount of copies of Minecraft. The copies yeah. of Minecraft sold have exceeded now 106 million. Now this is every single iteration this is PC, this is console, this is everything. Phone, My, Minecraft has been out Mac. for a long time, but it just keeps going. Yeah, it just keeps Speaking going, though. Spell. I, I joined the beta. This cup. I joined the beta for Minecraft. Um, when was that? 2008 or some crap? I mean, it was uh-huh. forever ago uh, when I got the beta. And then... I played it and I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. And then it exploded and became a really big thing. And yeah. then I was like, oh, let me check it out again. It's um, it's amazing it sold this much. Uh, and it's going to be even sadder when uh, Microsoft destroys it. So you still think that's, that's going to happen? It's going to happen. Okay. Micro- now, people will continue to play Minecraft, regular Minecraft. Right. Uh, Microsoft will be destroying it with the sequel. Um, okay. Look forward right. to my predictions on that. As many of us suspected, Nintendo has said, hey, guess what? We're going to talk about more than Zelda in an eight hour live stream. Yeah. And we sure. went, right? <laughs> and so they've said, hey, we're going to talk about Dragon Quest and Pokemon. And we're like, we, we know about those. Okay, please just <laughs> shoot your images into our eyeballs for eight hours because we're going to sit there and watch it because you are our childhood. Yes. And that's that's the reason they can get away with this crap. And it, okay, so in Miyamoto, in, in, in Mitomo, yes. there, there's a question that, that popped up that said, if you could take over any company, who would it be? <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, there's only one, and it's Nintendo. Yes. And and day one in office, yeah. I'm gonna say, hey, send me the the Metroid crew, and they're gonna send in the Federation Force team, and I'm gonna say, go finish your game. I don't want to talk to you. Bring me the other one. <laughs> you don't have one? <laughs> then make them yeah. and make a team and send them in here to talk to me because that's what I want. And I don't care if you send me half a dozen people, and then I have to poach somebody from. Uh, from uh, Drinkbox. Drinkbox, yeah. Because give me give me one Drinkbox person <laughs> and a team of competent programmers and I will give you the Metroid game yeah. that I and, like, you don't even have to give us a new Prime 3D full special. 
give me yeah. Super Metroid 2, yeah. and I will buy the crap out of it. And and uh, don't forget to uh, kick every single person in hardware right in the pants. Yes. Right, right, in the right, pants. In the, right in the pants. Right in the pants. Well, I don't. I don't. They've even... been playing so behind in hardware. But that's someone. but that's that's not a decision that's made at the hardware team level. That goes all the way to the top. That's true. And that's why I need to be at the top. Yeah. Also taking home that paycheck. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. EA has removed gender restrictions from Sims 4. If you're thinking, hey, Sims 4 came out forever ago, you are correct. It did. And and it's 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 interesting to see because EA EA is a huge company. And you would th- like a lot of their decisions are, hey, let's let's play it safe and let's just keep releasing our sports games and stuff. Yeah. But that budget also allows them to push the envelope a little bit. And through Bioware, they were the first to have a trans character. Exactly. Um, they does EA publish Mass Effect? Yes, they do, right? Yeah, Mass Effect had had the had the same sex. Yeah. Sexing. Yes. And uh, same with uh, the the Bioware and the Dragon Age stuff doing same-sex relationships. They had been pushing the envelope on this stuff. And so with this with this update to Sims 4, they're saying, hey, if you have a character who is who is, you know, who was created male, whatever, they can have whatever hair they want. They can wear whatever they want, and and if you if you they want can to have make, whatever body style that you want, yeah, yeah, and and the 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 gender, I guess fluidity, yeah, yeah. that's that's a thing that exists, and yeah. everybody can make themselves, yes, which is what we did it's, for Sims games. Yeah, well, it's it's always existed. We've put it out in the open. Um, and it's it's always existed, and people have had to conform with fashion and, and other things to act not like themselves. And now right, you can, and, and now you can be yourself, and you can also be yourself in The Sims or be a character you want to be in The Sims. Yeah. So uh, I like that it adds that flexibility because it adds who who Sims is all about simulating a life, and if you want to simulate that life, simulate that life. Yeah, it's fantastic. So. Props to them. Much love. Well done, EA. You worst company ever. You've said it. You've said that <laughs> once this year. <laughs> yeah. It's the it's, first time this year I've heard that. I've heard that said by anyone. <laughs> well, we, it's we're we're coming around on the contest, so we we got to get to that. Yeah. But and and that's that's the reason that no EA is not the worst company ever. They they do good things, and I and I appreciate them for it. And I, I I'm not gonna I'm still not gonna buy your sports games. Nope. But I will, but I will support you when you put out <laughs> things that I'm willing to put my money down. And thank you, exactly. thank you, EA. Like all, all levity aside, this is good. This is positive. I support and and am very happy and excited that this is a way that video games are moving forward. And a company with as big a budget and as big visibility as EA is, which is they're they're the monolith. Yeah. Not to be confused with Monolith because that's a different studio, but they are the, they are the big one. Yeah, and I'm I'm very happy that they're moving forward on things like this, and they keep pushing this so that everybody can play get video games because video games are for everyone. Everyone. Soapbox. Yes. Off, and I'll pitch it off, and we'll talk about news. Yes. Next story. <laughs> uh, Ready at Dawn uh, has revealed their new game, Deformers. Yep, and Ready at Dawn is is the people that made the Order eighteen eighty six. They yep. made the the Chains of Olympus and the, yes. the God of War games that we were talking about. They have made great games and have not gotten the uh, the spotlight that they needed. Right, Order uh, Order eighteen eighty six. Um, it's pretty. Was it's, it's pretty. so pretty. And for what it is made uh, to do, it does it well. But it is not what everyone thought it was going to be. It's, it is short, and by short, I mean. No. Which I think is 12, 12, 15 hours. Um, if you do New Game Plus, oh, is it, it? It took me about seven. Okay, <laughs> so, so really short, but pretty. So I'm really hoping that this this is a. Uh, I mean, it's a new new IP, but I'm really hoping that this is this gives them a little more credit, a little more push. 
Yeah. I mean, whether or not the IP itself takes off and it spawns sequels, I don't know. Probably not. Who knows? We don't know. It's way, 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 way. But, but one of the one of the cool things about this is is it also reveals yeah. how because uh, Radiodon is a first party Sony studio. Yes. They did the Order eighteen eighty six, which got tons of money poured into it, and then people went, eh. And then apparently at some point, Ready at Dawn came back to Sony and went, hey, we've got a new idea. <laughs> and Sony went, okay, yeah, do it. I th- and that's awesome. I think it's because Sony is smart enough to realize this is, this is art and it is business. You are selling art. Some things are hits, some things are misses, but um, they don't go on firing sprees or, or blame the wrong people yeah. uh, involved. Uh, well, and then every once in a while, you know, they'll they'll come up with something um, like uh, when the Jack and Daxter people are like, hey, we want to make Indiana Jones, but not with Indiana Jones. Yeah. And they went... Okay. Okay. And then a decade <laughs> later, you've got this amazing, critically acclaimed, best-selling, yes. humongous team mm-hmm. that you can you can just rake the money in, and those type of investments. That's that's where Sony gets a lot of its cachet and a lot of its a lot of its money comes from the fact that it's willing to be like, eh, okay, go yeah. for it. And I'm 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 really happy about that. Yeah, very so. happy. We don't we don't know anything about the game, which you can probably tell because we didn't talk about the game. It's 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 deformers. It's 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 deformers. So 110 million. 110. When you think about 110 million dollars, what do you think? Oh, dollars. Yeah. Okay. I think of uh, probably let's say double the amount of money that I need to live ridiculously uh, comfortable for the rest of my life, living off dividends. Uh, out of a you know decent mutual fund, then we get a studio. Yeah, then we'll have a studio. So let make that happen, and we'll do that. We will give you more stuff <laughs> all the time. Yeah, feel free to send us one hundred and ten million dollars. Anybody that's watching, and we will continue the show <laughs> and have episodes <laughs> daily. So do that. It's on you now. Uh, but one hundred and ten million dollars is also how much uh, Rocket League's made in the sales. Yep, uh, and I'm I could not be happier for them because I want to I want to send them a birthday cake. I'm not joking. Like I might I might like order like Tiff's treats or something and send it to them. I am so happy for these yeah, guys. Yeah. I'm not joking. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's coming. I I will absolutely contribute. There. All right, we're sending we're sending uh, cookies to the developers. These guys are great. We've been supporting them monetarily. Um, I want I, I want them to know how happy we are with them, and I'm I'm happy that they've hit this this yeah over a hundred million dollars with a little game about playing soccer now uh, hockey and basketball yeah with an RC and they just, car they just came up with they came up with this idea and they they executed it flawlessly yeah because and that game is so fun and they they keep pushing it out and they keep giving us free stuff and updates and and maintaining the servers and and yeah yeah these guys are great love them love them congratulations skylanders is adding character creation yep which um that's really cool for a game that is based on uh you buying a toy that then you play in the game yeah. But then you create something that's not the thing that you cr- you made in the toy. Now they tried this already with the swappers. If you guys didn't see that, uh, where it's actually it's a figure, but you can swap different pieces of them. So they have different attributes. Uh, so you literally they're like modular little characters. You can pop it off and put something else on. I'm like that's cool. It's almost like it's an in between Lego kind of thing. Yeah. Um, or you could just you know buy Legos. Or you could buy Legos, but but the whole point was you buy this thing and you play the game, and now it's oh buy the thing and play the game. Oh, but also you can just make whatever you want. Um, I'm cool. I'm assuming. I mean, this is imagine imaginators is what they're calling it. So or is what it's called. I don't know. I don't follow Skylanders, but um, 
I assume yeah, that. I, yeah, I assume. Well, I don't. I don't know. What I mean is, I don't know if it's something new or if it's something that's already been out because there are like I think 127 Skylanders names. Um, but what? Yeah, something around that. Uh, I hope that this is uh, this is their idea to go. Okay, we need to do something because the um, okay. the toys to life model is not going to work forever. Okay, Disney and Disney realized that. Disney's pulling out. Yeah. Uh, I think part part of that is their uh, they tried their their Disney Play whatever it was called for uh, Marvel thing where you can buy figures and that did not yeah, work. Yeah, that was. Um, was Lego Lego is trying. Lego will continue to be able to do it because it's Lego. Um, but Toys to Life will uh, will see its end in uh, 2017. Is my is my prediction. All right. Skylanders, I think this is their idea to go, okay, we're going to pull out of this market. We got a lot of cash. Pull out of the market, create this other thing. You can still create miniatures. People will still buy those uh, if you create a great and good miniature. But I think that's what the idea behind this is. And that's just my prediction out of this. I've been seeing Toys to Life kind of coming to end. Um, when Disney pulled out, I thought, okay, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, because they're just, if you go into like Target or, or any of those places, it's just full of them yeah and it's it's yeah it's just a really difficult and and volatile market that's that's incumbent on on variables that you can't really see yeah and it's it's just it's just really difficult and you have to split your market it's like buying a new console in addition to the console that you have because you have to buy all of the figures apparently people wanted a final fantasy 12 remaster i'm not one of those people you're not one of no. those people. I think that they did the math wrong. It's a half. 12 divided by 2 is 6, and that's what we wanted. Um, Just give me the... I'll, <laughs> buy, I'll buy 6 again and, if it keeps them from making it. <laughs> I don't, I don't, don't touch my 6. Yeah. Um, it's going to happen, by the way. It's going to happen. And I have to... <coughs> And you're gonna have to deal with that. Hey, I'm already I'm dealing with the iOS port pretty darn well because that thing is hideous. Um, yeah, it is. I'm I'm hopeful that uh, when it comes to six, I'm hopeful at one point they'll be able to do that. Not as much for me, but for other uh, for the younger generations who have trouble playing older games. Twelve is that old. If it allows, and and that's the other thing is like. Uh, the, if you if you look at the PS2, there are some really ambitious, graphically ambitious titles on there. Yeah. Final Fantasy XII was graphically ambitious, um, but if you if you want a PS2 role playing game, buy Odinsphere Leapfrozer. <laughs> yeah. Because I played the demo, and and expletive expletive expletive. I want that. <laughs> it's did you did you play it? I didn't. Did you did you play it back in the back no. in the day? It's so good. I need to play it. It's it's so good. <laughs> so uh, so yeah. If if you if you want this one, cool. If you don't, buy Odin Sphere because Odin Sphere is so fun. Uh, and let us know in the comments. Did you like Twelve? Because uh, I'll be honest, I didn't play Twelve. I uh, got about 10, 12 ish hours in. I remember that there was Rule Thirty Four Bunny. <laughs> okay. Look, okay. Uh, Fran, Fran, Fawn, Flan, whatever her name was, that is a hot bunny. <laughs> uh, that bunny is so hot. Hey, and that's what I remember. And that you could you could tell you people like, hey, if I cast oil, you cast fire, but then they would just keep doing it, and so it wasn't. It <laughs> it was a lot of work. And you could eventually kind of figure it out, but it was it was it was really really complicated, and it didn't have the free flowing way that it does with like thirteen and stuff. I, I don't really care for the battle system in thirteen, yeah. but at least it moves, and you don't have to spend thirty minutes setting up your team for a battle, and then rework it all after that battle. <laughs> Back to the bunny though, was she hot like Lola Bunny? Because uh, <laughs> come on, come on! It's a kids' movie. <laughs> Ukulele was delayed to a, a firm Q1 2017 release. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Do it. That's fine. I do find it funny that they're saying firm because if someone says, "Oh, it's delayed to this," that that should that should mean that's what it's delayed to. When you say firm, it's like, "Oh, because all the other times things are delayed don't really count." Well, I I don't know. That's how I feel. I'm 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 interested in that statement. Yeah. And I think that a lot of that has to do with the way that Kickstarter projects are viewed. Mm-hmm. Mighty number nine, <laughs> Broken Age. Yeah. Like a, a lot of a lot of these big projects have. Oh well, we're delayed to this. Yes. Well, oh, yeah, how about this? Yeah. How about this? And they and they keep moving the goalposts. And I think that the reason that they that they phrase this the way they did is they're like, okay, we've been working on this project. We know what we need to do. We're still working on it, but this is the project end that we see. And it it was going to be like, you know, kind of Q4 2016. It's not a huge delay. Sure. But I'm going to go ahead and believe this one. I don't. It's not that I don't, that I disbelieve it. I was just saying. It's, it, it's the, the, the industry the, itself. The phrasing, the phrasing is weird, but I feel like it's phrasing that is precipitated by the way that this particular type of project is perceived. Yes, I agree. So I agree. We'll see. Yeah. Our last story for for this week is uh, Division. Should it be a movie? Question mark. Jake Gyllenhaal says yes, and Jake Gyllenhaal is producing and starring in the Ubisoft video game movie Division. So we'll see. Um, it, I, it could work. It's not. It's, it's not it's, that it's, it can't work. It's it's a good setting. Yes. And and like the 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 whole dystopia, we we push things past this boundary. There there are character driven stories to be told there, and the best stories are always character driven. Yes, they are. That's that's just how this works. Yeah. Um, except for Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> Alice, Alice is just kind of there as as a as a token character for us to perceive the world through. But ignore that because <laughs> character-driven stories is is the best ones. Yeah, and that's that's if if there's a if there's a story to be told there, and there is, yeah. it can be drawn out, and we'll see how close they stick to. I mean, because Division is an MMO, That's, it's a lot more open, and yeah. you're not going to have to adhere to specific bullet points. You don't as have far to, as the story goes. but you have to bounce what you believe the Division represents against what everyone else plays it as. Because well, but they're they're all angry, so you don't <laughs> like you're you're already in a place where you don't have to please them because they're going to be angry no matter what you do. It's true. Yeah, cool. Sure, it it could be good. I like Jake Gyllenhaal, so we'll see what I, happens. Uh, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. He'll he'll always be Donnie Darko to me, though. Yes, he will. Always. But he's great. So let us know in the comments what you think about the division uh, coming in to, to to be a movie in cinema uh, and Warcraft. Um, and let us know is there is there a, ah. yeah. yeah. Um, let us know if uh, if there's another uh, video game franchise you'd like to see a movie franchise. We're getting Assassin's Creed, Goldeneye. That'd make a heck of a movie. It would make a really good movie, right? I mean, oh man, that'd be really cool. Oh man, shall I jump off the dam? Everything. Nailed it. That'd be cool. See you later.